and welcome back to another hour with Crowder with me, your host Crowder. Like, share, subscribe, and comment, and ding the bell so that you can get all of my latest podcasts and interviews every Tuesday, you guys. Ooh, it is so hot up in here. It really is. And that's how we started it out from the beginning that it was hot. Yeah. Yeah. So It is hot in here, so we're all shiny. Yeah. Y'all know why. Uh, you know why. So, what do you want to begin? Great challenge <laughs> once yes, again. The great challenge. Oh man, I know that it's old, but it's still going on. I heard somebody died. Yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. Like, but I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen. I mean, from the yeah, jump. because nobody. I mean, first of all, <laughs> first of all, it was dangerous from the beginning. I don't know why anybody would do it anyway, but I mean. When I was growing up in high school, it was the cinnamon challenge, and that could kill you. So I guess all these challenges are Meant stupid and us. dumb. And then the generation after me was eating fucking Tide Pods. So yeah, you gotta account for that generation. Uh uh-uh, uh, that was not my generation. <laughs> yeah, that was no, your generation. No, the hell, it was not. But one thing that I did hear about the crate challenge is, um. First of all, congratulations to the two people that made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that that girl on heels, and then that dude that did he was rolling a blunt while he went. Yeah, up. congratulations to those guys. So, did you see the memes that they were making with that girl in the heels though? No. Okay, I don't know if you. It was a kind of a meme on mostly Twitter. I don't know if it made it to Facebook, so you might not know about it. But you know that meme of that girl. Who has like weight balls chained to her feet and she's like going up the steps and it's always like, Yeah, 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 yeah. It has like the years or whatever. Yeah. And then there was so many memes about it. They like so many people were like making fun of it because at first like in the very beginning, people who posted them like seriously, but then it got to a point where they were posting them ironically and it was supposed to be funny. So it turned into a big meme. Anyway, they turned her into that meme of oh, that girl cool. stepping up the crate. Cool, because that was like an inspirational thing for black women. It was at first, yeah. but... Um, the crate challenge it changed just, that shit. It just turned into a really funny, ironic meme. If you were on Twitter, you would understand. Yeah, I don't really be on Twitter like that. Sorry, you guys, but yeah. I really don't. I, I you got to get on Twitter. Yeah, I need to start like... You know, advancing my tech skills because yeah. I am not tech mm. savvy. That's why sometimes y'all be getting the timestamps and sometimes y'all don't. Oh. Mainly because I work overnight and when I get home, I just be tired as hell. Man. Mm-hmm. I just be tired as hell. Oh yeah, let's get into the Shikari thing, bro. Like I okay, straight did forgot you, that. Did you look at the tweet that she liked? Because I didn't look at it, so I don't know what it said. Oh, okay, apparently someone else. Yeah. Said it. Yeah, but she liked and it. She liked it. Okay, but what did it say? It said that um, you know, to uh, well, let's look it up. Let's be Okay, cause... Uh, let's be factual here. But I'm paraphrasing, but it said something to the extent of, you know, oh, it's okay, Shikari. Those people have to walk and by people, I mean Jamaicans, those Jamaicans have to walk to their coconut huts. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, no. The tweet that 
Shikari liked. <laughs> okay, this is what this we said. Not y'all Jamaican still talking shit when y'all gotta walk barefoot to your coconut stand every day for a living. That's what she liked. But someone else said it. Hmm. We uh, 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 like see. This is what I've been saying. We put these athletes and we raised them to a higher standard. And at the end of the day, they ain't nothing but regular people. It's a lot of stuff online that I like and I laugh at. But would I say it? No. It's just funny. Mm. It's just funny. That's it. What What is it on tw- um, Twitter? What is it on, on Twitter? You can only like or dislike, right? You can't do like no. the fucking. Uh, no, you can. You can reply to it, and it'll be under the thread. Okay. You can quote retweet it. Okay. Which means that it's going to be like, it's going to be here, and then whatever you're saying is going to be on top of it. Okay. Or you can retweet it, which means it's just, it's like sharing a okay, post can on you, Facebook. Can, can you do a reaction? Like a sad face, a no. wild face? Okay. No, so so okay. she only you had can, the option or to, to like, like or yeah. dislike. Or no, re- there's no dislike. You okay. can only like it. Okay. That's all you can so, do. So the fact that she could only like it, it could have been just laughter. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. So the whole thing that I'm trying to say is that she didn't say it. She just liked it. That was it. She laughed at somebody else's joke. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's what people do. We laugh at each other's jokes. That's yeah, it. I think. And they've been cracking on her ass all weekend. I ain't saying it's. I ain't I'm not saying, saying it's right. right or wrong. Yeah. But I'm not. I, all I'm saying is. But you're not I approving of it. I don't think. I think it's a big stretch. I think it's a really big stretch. Um. That's. I feel like that's a little too critical of somebody because everybody who's saying shit, let's go through your likes. Exactly. Let's see what, let's see what you laugh at. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is that I really feel like this is just a plot of social media. They're trying to pit black Americans against Jamaicans. And at the end of the day, we all black. We Mm -hmm. like, congratulations to, the um the Jamaican queens that won the Olympics that won that mm-hmm. race congratulations to you guys but I, I I have to say this because I'm from Texas and I'm from Dallas Texas Texas is a very boastful proud mm-hmm. obnoxious very just, not uh, humble yeah exactly. <laughs> very not humble and we and we talk shit we crack on each other we talk shit we even yeah. when we lose, it's just like, well, I'm gonna get you next time, and and that's look exactly, at the Cowboys, exactly. You, we are die hard Cowboy fans. When was the last time they went to the playoffs? I don't know, like the two Super years Bowl. Ago? Two years ago, they made it something like that. Three. Okay, what about the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think I think Clay Aiken was playing for the Cowboys the last time we went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's tough. I think that man. was like 1996. 97? No, no, we went to the playoff recently. No, Not, I'm talking about the Super Bowl, bro. Oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't the know, Super man. The Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, the thing that I'm trying to say is that Texas is a very boastful, proud state. Oh, yeah. I mean. We 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 talk shit. We think that we're the best. Because we, we are. We are. But, but, yeah, that's the thing about, like, Dallas and Houston have notorious beef with each other. That shit's like New York and Cali beef, okay? But 
at the at the end of the day, it's like that's my sibling. Only I can talk shit about them. Only I can get on their ass. Nobody else can because Loki, we're all Texans at the end of the day. Exactly. And yeah, we are very um very proud Texans because there ain't no other state where you can get almost anything in the shape of that state. You can you can make waffles in the shape of Texas. You can get anything you want in the shape of Texas. Yeah, nobody's looking for a fucking waffle in the um, shape of Nebraska. Nah. But well, w- what I'm trying to say is that everybody keeps, I, I feel like this is a plot that the so, that social media is trying to pit Jamaican, black Jamaicans against black Americans because they see that we coming together and we rallying together and we don't care who's who, where are you from? We just know that we black. And for everybody that's saying that Shikari should be humble, Texans aren't humble. We are the shit. Mm-mm. And especially if you're from Dallas, like that's just how we talk. It We don't mean no harm by it. It's just that we're confident in ourselves. And they're like, oh, well, you know, um, there's a difference between confidence and arrogant. Bro, one thing that I've learned about living in Texas is that you you better be arrogant about your craft. You better be confident about your yeah. craft because guess what? Nobody the fuck else is going to be confident or arrogant mm-hmm. about your craft. She's supposed to be like that. She's 21 years old. And then... My thing is, everybody's like, oh, well, she she placed in last place. Well, guess what? The Dallas Cowboys fucking placed in last place all the fucking time, and y'all still love their dirty-ass draws. <laughs> you know? It's, it's only when it – and I don't want to sound like I'm pandering, but a woman can do something and lose, and then it's like, oh, I knew she wasn't shit. And then a man does it, and then he comes out and say the same statement, his mom died and everything, and it's like, oh, well, his mom died. Okay, what about her Her mom dying, bro? Women are What about her not standards. being able to, you know, grieve? It was a lot of stuff that was going on with Shikari uh, at that time. Her mom died. She didn't lost this race. She's going through a lot at this time, and us as just humans didn't even have the decency to empathize that, okay, well, Damn, maybe she grieving, and that's why she, her head's not in the game. Damn, maybe she, you know, she did talk a lot of shit. Not going to lie. She talked a lot of shit, but that's just how Texans are, you know? And maybe she cracked under pressure. And I'm pretty sure that with her going to the Epsys Awards and um, meeting the baby and doing the Nike commercials and meeting Kanye and all of these wonderful things during her suspension, I'm pretty sure she was not... Um, practicing and conditioning herself for this race yeah so a lot of things transpired between the time that she got caught smoking marijuana and the time that she got suspended and people aren't putting those things into play and they're like ha ha you place ninth and it's like but what how how much shit did she go through though Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, we need to give our athletes, especially our women athletes, a little bit more grace because what is her name? The the um wonderful tennis player, um, sh- um, Serena. Uh, no, 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 no. She, she oh, Okashi, Okasha. Uh, no, God, I don't fucking know these people' names, bro. Naomi, Okasha. no, Naomi. Yeah, she literally said, "Hey, I'm going through mental health issues mm-hmm. right now," and the press just bashed her yeah and it was crazy because it was in the month of the 
it was Mental Health Awareness Month. So it's like. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, forget mental health. Forget your mental health. Shut up and play tennis because that's yeah. what we pay you for. Mm-hmm. That's why we sponsor you. And we don't care what mm-hmm. you're going through in your life because we sponsor you. It's just another form of slavery. Just yeah. in another way. It's like, I don't care if you're the best at it. Do that. And that's it. That's all I want you to do. Yeah. They want you to be a robot. Like, you are there for their entertainment. Mm -hmm. That's all you there for, to entertain them. Yeah. Like a freaking puppet. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just, and like I said, I wish that black people would stop perpetuating Mm -hmm. this narrative of back and forth. You remember that one football player that didn't want to go to that press conference and they were like, it's part of your contract. You legally have to go to it. So when he went to that press conference, when they were asking him questions, he was like, I don't want to be here. I don't know. I don't want to be here. And he just answered every question like that. And I was like, why would that be part of his contract? Because... It's press. So it's a form of, um, um, what is it when you like advertisement? You know, because nowadays, and even before the internet, people wanted to, that was the only form of how people seen their favorite players is through press conference rather than on the field. But, you know, you're looking at a black and white damn TV or you're looking at like this little big ass yeah. box or whatever. And that's the only way that you've seen it. You either seen them in press conferences or you seen them in um um the game. That's it. And you don't even see yeah. them in the game. You just see their number and their helmet or their jersey and that's it. So that was just another way to like get inside of their their mind, you know, pick mm. their brain. Yeah. So that's why it was part of their contract. But it's like if I said I don't feel like it, don't make me do it. Yeah. I, I I no, I don't I, I do feel like you should do what's a part of your contract because that's what you get paid for. Like if I come in to my job and I say, Well, I don't wanna do this, I'm gonna get fired. You know, it's a part of my contract to come in and do what the job description is. I but at the end of the day, I'm going to take a off day if I need it. And that's all these athletes are saying is that just because we're athletes don't mean that we don't go through stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not some robot that just throws a ball or mm-hmm. hit a ball across the tennis field or run across a track field or whatever. I think, I'm still a person. I think people have um this idea that depression is cured if you have enough money so let's go into that so um they probably think what possibly could you need a mental health day for you have everything you want like what do you need a mental health day for and we pay your bills so you need to entertain us like you were saying because um a lot of people equate money with happiness Especially mm-hmm. if you're middle class or lower class or even if you're rich, rich people are greedy. They just want more and more and more. So when you get to that top tier level of making millions within an hour, then you put that side by side that you just made this athlete just made more money than I will ever make in my lifetime while I'm going to a warehouse that only pays me not even an eighth, a tenth, a twenty fifth of what I'll make in my whole life, mm-hmm. and they're complaining. How dare you? 
And I feel yeah. that a little bit, but money doesn't equate to happiness. Robin Williams killed himself, and he was one of the richest mm-hmm. actors of all fucking times. Now, don't get me wrong, though. I would definitely rather be depressed in a mansion eh. than in an apartment. Yeah, but what you really? Yes. What you really? Yes. I don't I'm, know. I'm already depressed, so it's like I would rather be depressed with money. Yeah, but uh, see, that's the thing with money is that once you have money, you burn out all your desires. So I you would get rather the, be crying so, so, in a Lamborghini. Yeah, we we say that, and yeah, it's a joke or whatever because we're middle class citizens and everything. But it's like once you get to that status of having money to buy whatever you want, then you burn out all your desires. Well, right actually, now you don't. Right now, all of your desires are here. You want a nice car. You want a house. You want to, you know go on vacation every weekend, blah, blah, blah. Well, they get you to do that. So without desires, you have no purpose. Okay, no, because I want to be rich so that I can give back to people and so that I can start up a rescue for animals. So I think that that would help give me purpose. Like, I think that that would give me purpose, and it wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I might still. Obviously, I would still have depression, but I would still feel satisfied knowing that I'm helping people. Yeah, it could be that. But what happens when? First of all, rich people don't have the time to help people like you're saying help. So, what do rich people do? They usually um, give to charities. Exactly, give to charities that handle that work and. They hire people to look over that campaign or that um, charity that they're putting their money into. And if your financial advisor and the person that you hire say, thumbs up, then it's thumbs up and you go about your day. So you never really get inside of it because you're too busy doing the thing that makes you money. If you stop doing the thing that makes you money to do the thing that gives you purpose, you lose money. So it's either be rich and oh I, I see you scrunching your eyebrows. So let me um clear it up. Okay, so if you're doing usually the thing that you love to do is selfless. And and anything that's selfless or most of the things that's selfless doesn't make you money. So I was just confused as to why I would stop doing what makes me money to do what makes Because both because both are full time. If you're if you're helping people out, that's a full time thing. You're making sure that they're getting their identification straight. You're making sure that they get the job that you need. Me personally, uh, I'm I'm on the same page as you. I want to help homeless people. I want to mm-hmm. decrease the homeless rate here in America. It's ridiculous. So what do I got to do? I got to put money into a building, a big building at that. What do I got to do? I got to oversee it. What do I got to do next? I have to get the paperwork in order. What after that? I got to make sure that I get people in here. Okay, then I got to oversee the people getting their identification, getting their life back on track, make sure they're not on drugs, make sure this, making sure that. Don't that sound like a lot? Why don't you just find places that are startups that are already doing that and donate your money to them? Yes. Or find... Um, yeah, but that, is that really serving your purpose? Because we know charities like, um, for instance... Um, Red Cross Blue Shield. Yeah, that's why I'm saying got, find a startup yeah. that's small that's actually doing the work, not you, a big charity. Do you not. think that small uh, small startups don't like steal your money? Also, I don't know. You could probably just check back in. Exactly, and that takes or look into the company you're 
gonna be yeah you, you know. can you can look into the company all you want to but the best way to look into a company is to physically be there because you can read anything online and it could be something completely fucking different going on behind the scenes. You can read online that this is a good charity. I mean, we see it all the time with um, apartments. Oh, this is a great, you know, apartment and blah, 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 blah. And then you get there and it's shit. If you do enough research though. Yeah. If you do enough research, but what does that um, take time? Time is money. All right. Well, Let's get into our first topic. She's through arguing. No, it's just that we've been on this for 21 minutes, so. Not really 21 minutes, 15. We spent five on the other one. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I would rather get in that. Uh, um, I, I would have rather got into that a little bit more because it was just a, you know, a organic flow. <laughs> but whatever, you know, uh, just to put a button on that, time is money, money is time. Yeah, Bro- broke people are not broke people, but people that got a lot of time don't got a lot of money, and people that got a lot of money don't got a lot of time. So mm-hmm. if you're rich, then you're not really pursuing the things that is purposeful to you because you're doing the thing that makes you a lot of money mm-hmm. because you have to make money to fund the things that are purposeful for you. So yeah, that's all I just wanted to say. But let's just go ahead and get off into the first topic of the night, which is Brother Polite. And I did not mean to make that rhyme. But <laughs> motivational speaker arrested for February um, for February assault of teen in Miami Beach. Um, I'm going to read you guys this excerpt and it will probably be on the screen. I know that I've been I've been trying to do a lot of stuff for you guys. It's just I don't have a lot of time because I got a lot of money. <laughs> uh, no. uh-uh. Anyways, Michael Noark Jr., also known as Brother Polite, surrendered to the police Monday for the alleged sexual batter of a 14-year-old girl in a hotel room in February. The alleged victim is the daughter of a woman, Noark, 37, was romantically linked to, according to police. Defense attorney David Torres says his client is innocent. Once the evidence is produced, he is going to be exonerated, Torres said. So, yeah, not guilty, nothing else. According to the police report, Noark, who is a motivational speaker and author and lives in Los Angeles, asked the woman if he could take her daughter to an after party at, at a club in Miami. The report says Noark took the teen to his hotel after seeing that the club was closed. The reporter says the suspect gave the teen alcohol and started dancing and touching the teen inappropriately, groping her breasts and her thighs and buttocks. It goes to say Noark tried to force the teen to perform oral sex on him. The teen allegedly passed out and woke up to Nork trying to make her throw up, the report said. These are serious allegations, but any in any situation, there's always motive. Torres said, there is always a lot behind the scenes that the public is not going to be able to see. The report states that the girl's mother found her intoxicated and possibly on drugs with severe swelling on her mouth and lips. It later states Noak told the mother not to call the police because it would ruin his career. Noak was served with a DNA warrant in June and surrendered to the police on Monday. So this happened about roughly two, three weeks ago, you guys. Um, Torres, his lawyer, says the police report is only an allegation. We have no doubt that he is not this person, the attorney says. We're going to get him past this. 
and back on with his life. Whew, yeah. That was a lot. And y'all don't make me over there be reading at that damn third grade level. <laughs> Again, for real, for real. I couldn't read all that damn shit. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah. I just don't understand why. Okay. Who is saying that he asked the mother if he could take her to the nightclub? Is she saying that or is he saying that? He's saying that. So I I, okay, I, I, I so. have found it has been like bloggers and in the conscious community saying that that part of it about the night, about him asking the mother to go to a nightclub is false. Mm-hmm. And that actually he finessed the mom and said, hey, I'm just going to take your daughter to go cool off because apparently the mother and the daughter got into a fight and he was taking the daughter to cool off for a little while before he took her back home. What is I don't know the, how true that is because I have not found a source on that at all. Okay, so what is the mother saying? Is she saying, yes, that, that uh, is correct? Or is she saying, no, that's not what happened? I'm pretty sure that she's probably going to say, no, that's not what happened. Because my thing is, I have a couple of questions. First mm-hmm. of all, for his part, if let's just say the sources that I didn't find is true and he was taking the girl away to get some fresh air or whatever, mm-hmm. talk to her, calm her down. Why wouldn't you just take the mother and leave the daughter at home? Right, right, exactly. And secondly, why would you take her to a nightclub? Thirdly, after you figured out that the nightclub was closed, why didn't you take her home? Why mm-hmm. did you take her to a hotel? Mm. So now... Going back to the mother's part, if this um sort is this sorted site is true, which he asked the mother to take her to a nightclub, first of all, why would you let um your boyfriend take your daughter to a nightclub? And that's why I'm like, um, I, that kind of the conscious community probably is right because I don't yeah. know any mother that would be like, yeah, take my daughter to the nightclub. I'm not letting you around. I'm not going to let you be alone with my minor child. It's, no. A 14-year-old daughter? No. Like like you said, why didn't he take the mother out the house? Why did he take the daughter? Because, no, I would be like, no, I'll go with you, but you're not going with my daughter. And to go to a, a nightclub. nightclub? No. Like, how would she even have gotten in? She's 14. Because nightclubs let good-looking girls in. Mm. They don't care, bro. Like, I was getting in the club at 15. Are you saying you're good-looking? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... (laughs) No, but seriously. Like, yeah, that whole thing. But, to me, this sounds real Charlemagne-ish. Remember the case with him that comes up every so often, every Mm -hmm. year, about the Jessica Reed case? Yeah. About how he took his kid sister to Mm -hmm. a house party and gave her alcohol and she ended up getting raped Mm. yeah and that and 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 that um conversation comes up every year and nobody counsels him nobody says Mm -mm. anything about it and my thing is even if nothing didn't happen and you wasn't a part of the rape why the fuck you're you're part of it because you gave her alcohol bro giving alcohol to minors is not cool bro you put your this is what men have to understand. 
Men put themselves in situations that they don't need to be in because they try to be the cool guy to younger girls. And that's not cool. Why? If you're the big if you're the big brother, act like the big brother. I've been to plenty of house parties with my brother and he's on me like a hog. He's watching his friends like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Yeah, see. <laughs> what the fuck is that? First of all, why are there minors at a party with grown men? Because no. Yeah, like back in the day, like this newer generation doesn't have any, and it ain't even newer generation because Charlemagne is old. So this mm-hmm. is a reoccurring thing that happens amongst men that yeah. are predators. Let's mm-hmm. call them what they are. Yeah. Predators against kids. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say young woman because that's what the media puts in there so that you can, so that they can trick your a mind. psychological trick. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They say young woman uh-uh. because the, the ending word is woman. So you think yeah. about an 18-year-old that can logically mm-hmm. make a decision on her own and not a kid. A child. That is, yeah, 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 a child. Let's this just put child. it in the play. A child that can't really make a decision logically because their frontal cortex well, is fucking developed. Impressionable. Thank you. They think but that's a better word. They, they think that, they, you know, they children that are 15, especially girls, they want to, they want to, be they mature. want to mature. Mm-hmm. They want to be older, and they think you know it's cool to hang out with older men. They're like, "Oh, this older man likes me. I'm mature for my age." But no, girl, no. There's a reason he's going after young children, women his own age. Do not want him. Yeah, he's a clown to he's them. A fucking predator. No. Yeah. And so I will never put the blame on the younger girls. Even if they consented to exactly. a relationship. Thank you. Thank you. Because, no, their brains aren't fully developed yet, and they're very easily impressionable. So this predator is telling her, oh, you're really mature for your age. That's why I like you. You you just get me. Like, you, oh, you, God. You so know? disgusting. And it's like, ugh, yeah. So disgusting. They want to groom them. Yeah, I have zero tolerance for. And, and just another thing, just to piggyback off of what you were saying, mm-hmm. is that. I, I will never say, oh, well, she, she shouldn't be acting grown. Uh-uh. What the fuck is acting grown when it's a, an adult there? Yeah. Like, you have to understand that even if a, mm-hmm. a, a, a child consent to having sex with you or entertaining, you're, you you're, are grown. You, yeah, you're the adult. You're yeah. supposed to be the one that says, no, mm-hmm. this is wrong. Let me take you home. Yeah. Tell the mother what happened so you clear your name. But the fact that you not only gave her alcohol, but you took her to a hotel. What yeah. was that about? And then it wasn't Why? even a yeah. separate hotel. Y'all, y'all in the same room. Why did he take her to a hotel? Exactly. Why? All, like All of this no. is very Charlemagne-ish to me. Yeah. I don't mm-mm. And, and and just uh like just try to like um dive into something even deeper that we was getting into in the car is that this just proves that ev- all belief systems and religions have pimps in them. All of them. Mm-hmm. They all pimping us, bro. The the issue is bad people, not bad religion. Yeah, I get it. It's not the religion, but Hold on, where, can we cut this out? I'll bleep it. What's up? Did I say the Elliot thing on this just now? Yes. Not the, okay. You're editing this. Okay. But yeah, 70% of the 
70% of rape victims were raped by somebody they know intimately. So a family member, a close family friend, an acquaintance, a friend. So, and that's 70%. That is a very, very big number. So I don't care if you're her uncle. I don't care if I've been married to you. I don't care if you're her cousin. I don't care if you're a close family friend, whatever you are. No, you cannot be alone with my child who is a minor. Mm -mm. Because let's just say in the instance that nothing did happen. And yeah, I was, a you know, I took her to a hotel, but nothing happened. But still, why were you in the position to where you were alone with a minor? Because now there was no witnesses around. Nobody can attest to you doing nothing. And whatever my child accuses you of, I'm believing you, my child. Yeah, you did it, bro. I'm not. No. I'd, you are guilty until, pro until proven innocent because I will always believe my child over anybody. Exactly. I, and a lot of people get on like, oh, well, kids lie. Kids don't lie about that, bro. No. Kids lie about um stealing cookies out the cookie jar yeah. so i'm stealing bubble gum out of your they um, don't purse. understand they don't, what they don't understand is. what sex is yeah let alone rape yeah and i'd i'd rather accidentally whoop your ass mm -hmm. than to not believe my child yeah. and they have trauma for the rest of their life mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm, my mom was very um you know stern on believing us when mm -hmm. we said that something happened oh she was up at that school mm -hmm. who, who 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 messing with my baby what's yeah. what's up i need to i need to, i've already heard her part what's your part mm -hmm. you know because she would rather accidentally whoop that teacher's ass than to not believe me and send me off to school right with people calling me stupid or a deaf mm -hmm. mute or whatever they was calling me and my mom was gangster mm. you see them hands well <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and put a button on that you got any more statements for the polite for the brother polite yeah, I, I just i just don't think that um a grown man should ever be left with a minor i mean or a grown woman like i just don't think i just don't think people should be left with minors oh shoot now that you said that not even a woman the crazy thing is is that charlemagne got um, Charlemagne the God, and that's who I'm talking about when I'm talking about Charlemagne, not that French dude that like <laughs> took over a whole bunch of people and killed them. I've never heard of him, but okay. Really? Yeah. No, oh, you gotta research him. He was like brute and like ruthless as hell. But I, I, my point is, I think everybody knows you're talking about Charlemagne the God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. He he got he got molested when he was younger Ooh. by a close family friend. And you know what? You know what? Abused. Children, not all the time. Sometimes do majority. Okay, majority. Let me let me rephrase what I'm saying. Let me rephrase what I'm saying. Abusers almost always were abused as children. Yes, like hurt people, hurt people. Yes, they got that power taken away from them when they were younger. So now they want to get that power back, and they want to feel powerful. They want to be in a position where they, you know, they have all the reins to take over, but. Oh, what what are we what what's next? I'm looking for it right now. Here we go. 
Boom, here we go. The Washington Post. We about to get into cracking these people over the head with <laughs> taking away school lunch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So basically. No, no, um, let me read the excerpt. Here we go. Um, a Wisconsin school district says schools, I mean, says, <laughs> says students can become spoiled with free lunch and opts out of Biden's free lunch program. Okay, where's the article? Okay. Mm. See, this is why I go over stuff before time. A federally funded U.S. Department of Agriculture program was launched in April, gives free meals to all K through 12 students, regardless of income. But students who were in the, ooh, Waukesha School District, and that's a real state, that's a real city, y'all. I ain't being funny, won't get to, to participate in that program as it is the only district in Wisconsin to opt out of it. The reasoning for opting out was that families could become spoiled. Milwaukee's NPR station first reported last week that on June 9th, the Wakashi school board voted to forego the pandemic free meal program that extends through June 30th. While Many lawmakers and advocates said the program was necessary to help prevent child hunger during the pandemic. The district's board members opposed the program and says families that could afford to feed their children should do just that. I had three kids. I had them, and so I'm going to feed them. I feel like that's the responsibility of the adult. Karen, ooh, what's the, what the hell is her name? Karen, you need to start wearing your glasses. I don't even, I'm not even going to try it. I'm going to just say, and I ain't even being funny because this is really funny that it's like her saying, well, it's my kids and I should feed them. And then her name's Karen. Mm, of course it is. And it's with an I, not an E, y'all. Karen, recognize <laughs> that. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but that she's saying German <laughs> as hell. Um, A board member. She a board member. On, I guess, this board that opted out of um, doing the free school lunches for Wisconsin Wakashi. Wakasha. Wakasha? Yeah, Wakasha. That's what it's called. Um, says during a May meeting. I feel like this is a big problem and it's e really easy to get stuck into and becoming spoiled and think it's not my problem anymore. It's everyone else's problem to feed my children. Instead of allowing any student to qualify for free school meals, Wakasha voted to return to National School Lunch Program, which requires families to fill out an application to qualify for free or reduced price school meals. Whoo! I really want to read that whole article, but I ain't gonna mm -hmm. bore y'all because we gonna get off into it because we about to turn Wisconsin ass up on this shit. Because yeah. honestly, low key, bro, you can't sit up there and tell people. Like, first of all, like, let's just get into the economics. I'm going to get into the economics. I'm going to get into the moral stand stance of it. Me, personally, if I was in Wisconsin, I pay for, I pay y'all salary. School board, teachers, and school lunch. I pay for that. So how you going to sit up there and opt out of something that I pay for? Yeah. And I ain't even looking at the camera, but I just want people to understand that we pay these people with our tax dollars. They're telling us how to spend our money on kids. And anybody that knows me know that I don't got no kids, 
But I don't play about kids neither because mm-hmm. they are innocent at the end of the day. They don't have control of their environment that exactly. they grow up in. So if their mom is working at Walmart and then she getting paid $15 an hour and that equates to maybe $250,000 um, $2, a month and then she got to pay rent. She got to pay water. She got to lay utilities, light water, gas, food on the table. When she get home, shoes, clothes. Bro, that. 2500 goes quick. Mm-hmm. And then you got the nerve to take that money out of my paycheck and then sit up there and say, well, we're going to opt out of it. So if you're making this amount of money, if you qualify, then you can afford to pay your, you can afford to pay for your kids lunch or a reduced lunch, which I don't know if anybody ever grew up in, the school system, but I grew up in um, Dallas, and then I moved to Garland. Uh, uh, um, people that were financially stable, which isn't really financially stable because they go off of your gross pay mm-hmm. and not your net pay. Which is a major difference. Which is a major difference. A major difference. I'm a truck driver, so I can make, I really low-key make $1,500, but after tax... How much of that am I seeing? Y'all do the math. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying, like, how are they going to sit up there and dictate what we pay for? Mm-hmm. Did they ask the people this? Did they ask the district this? I'm pretty sure all mothers, parents, aunts, aunties, grandmamas that's taking care of their kids' kids will agree that we don't mind paying our tax dollars into every kid, whether they qualify or not, eating. First of all, okay, so if my tax dollars aren't paying for the kid for all the kids to eat free food, they're not paying for the books. Yeah, we learned so that last the, episode. What the fuck is my tax dollars going towards? Paying you? Exactly. Shit, I'll take my kid out and get them homeschooled. That's what you should do. But you know what? Yeah, I, I also don't have kids, but I don't play about kids because... Why should a child be punished because their kid, their parents can't afford their lunch? A lot of kids, the only meal they get a day is the meal at, at school. And I'm just saying, if they got to be there eight, eight hours a day, you need to feed them. We can give prison inmates three meals a day for free, but why can't we give kids one meal a day while they're in school? I mean... And then not only that, but when kids are hungry, they're distracted during class because they're thinking about food. They're hungry. And so they're not learning. It's been, you said it, it's been scientifically proven that kids learn better on a full stomach. That's why they tell you to eat before the text. Uh-huh. That they're and that's why they, to fucking take that's away. Why they give you snacks too yep. for free. For free. Um, Dang, I had some other points, but you wouldn't let me get in. I so. wouldn't let you cook. Go yeah. ahead. Cook. I don't remember. Cook. I don't remember now. Well, you talk too damn long. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You got to interrupt my ass. I know. Yeah, I, be getting I on, do. I, I know. I be getting on your ass about interrupting me and shit, but that's because I be trying to cook. I be trying to cook the chicken. You be over you there sitting up there turning the grease off on my ass. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. I, I'm just saying, like, I just don't understand this. Like, like you said. If my tax dollars ain't going towards books because we went over that last week, go watch last mm-hmm. week's episode about how we went through how the um 
bill of no child left behind mm-hmm. and then this new bill that Oregon passed that they're going to take away standardized testing, how that affects the kids, how that affects their learning. And then you circle it back into this and it's like, okay, well, if my tax dollars isn't paying for books, if my tax dollars is being taken away because programs are being defunded, mm-hmm. you know, constantly, every year they're being defunded. Yeah. So if the the programs are being defunded. It's not enough books. That's why if you um pay attention to your children, they book bags light than a motherfucker nowadays. Mm-hmm. Just papers in that motherfucker. Why? Because they they leave their books at school because there's not enough books to take home anymore. I have a theory. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, so you know how a lot of kids did virtual learning, right? So they provided a lot of these kids with electronic devices so that they could do virtual learning. So now I don't want to say all schools because I feel kind of like if the school is not making enough money to have enough books for all the kids, they probably couldn't afford to give the kids uh, an iPad, let's just say, okay? So take the schools that are rich that have these luxury things you know they give a kid macbooks or laptops or they give them ipads take all of their books that are physical and take them donate them to the schools that don't have books and make ebooks for the kids that do have electronics so then they have an ebook that they can read and then you're donating all the books that these schools don't have. So now they have books for all the kids. Or if they, I mean, even the even the schools that, you know, don't have money for books, they still did virtual learning and they still provided kids with laptops. Yeah, so it's not really a theory. It's just, it's a solution. Not a, not, yeah, I didn't, a, mean, I didn't mean to say theory. I meant proposition. Yeah, or so, like a, a solution. A solution, yeah. And, and that's what we need. We need more people at the bottom like me and you that are coming up with solutions mm-hmm. for these problems because it's clear that the higher ups aren't coming up with good enough solutions for these problems. They are pocketing this money. Cause that's pocket- all they care about yeah, is money. Yeah. They're pocketing our money. And just to go mm-hmm. back to what I was saying is that actually what you were saying, if my tax dollars isn't funding the books because it's clear that kids don't have enough books. If it's, if y'all about to take out, Standardized testing, which we pay for that also. And then if it's not Beth Gray to pay for everybody to get a free lunch at least once a day or twice a day, I think they do breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. Then what is my tax dollars going to? Exactly. Oh, it's going to your pockets. Because the teachers also aren't getting paid good enough. Yeah, so it's so not like, going well, to who, them. What, what the fuck? So where, where is, is my it going? fucking tax dollars going? The school board. Mm. government yep. is getting recycled mm-hmm. back into there. They're trying to, they're trying to downsize every program, every dollar they squeeze in pennies, trying to put that money back off in their pockets. I remember one of my points. Why is, I, I don't understand how, um, I don't remember exactly what my point was, but something about their statement of saying it's going to spoil the children. I mean, it's going to spoil the families. 
So something no. that's an, a necessity is going to be spoiled. A spo- yeah. Something that's spoiled is like you giving your kid the new iPhone every time it comes out. Yeah. Food is a necessity. Yeah. How is you that? You need spo- that. I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. That that ideology that they have, that is just, I can't believe they even said that because I think that every child deserves to be able to eat, especially if they are being forced to go to the school for eight hours because if they don't go, you'll get in trouble as the parent and the kid's going to get in trouble. So they have to be there. Why can't we feed them? Like, wh- why? Especially I, if I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it. It's not even coming out of y'all pocket. It's coming out of our pocket. Yeah. The people that go to work every day and strive and 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 lift up the heavy shit and all that, mm-hmm. man, I oh, it's just yeah. so much. I just don't understand this system anymore, and mm-hmm. it's almost to the point where it low key makes me emotional because it's like, mm-hmm. bro, like these are kids. You ain't if they would have said that about prisoners and. I'm not saying like prisoners are like lesser than and they don't deserve food, but those guys com- committed crimes and, and these, they still get three meals and, a day. And, and these are and, children. And these are children exactly. that hasn't even committed anything. They're going to school. They could be anywhere in the world right mm-hmm. now. And they at school, their parents made sure that they was at school and you can't feed them. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. You can't feed them mm-hmm. with my money. Yeah. Just imagine if you gave you work at a job, you work on a flow, you say, damn, I got some little extra money or whatever you to supervise or we got a little bonus. Okay, well, with this bonus, I'm going to treat everybody. Yeah. And then the higher up, the corporation says, well, you can't buy um, um, Rio Grande or whatever. Where's that expensive place we went to? Um, La Michicana? No, 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 no. It's um, the Brazilian place where they oh. slice the meat. Yo, I don't know. It's a, it's a oh really, my god! It's, it's a expensive place. It's like fifty dollars a plate. <laughs> cafe de Brazil. Ca- I mean, a cafe de Brazil. Yeah, cafe de Brazil. Ca- yeah, Damn, we broke. We can't even remember yeah. the fucking restaurant. Yeah, cause we don't go to that hole a lot. <laughs> but um, cafe de Brazil. You can't get everybody cafe de um de Brazil up in no. here. What okay. do they ask Pizza Hut? And and then on top of just ordering them Pizza Hut, not even stuffed crust. The rest of the money that you was going to spend because it was going to be $50 a plate, and now that significantly lowers it to about, uh, everybody going to eat um two slices, a large pizza, about mm-hmm. 12 bucks. Mm, you get about 50 pizzas. Eh, you know, that's about 500 bucks rather than the fucking maybe 1200 you was going to spend. We're going to pocket the rest of that money. Yeah. Because where the where is that money going? If we're not paying for it, for the school lunches anymore, where is that money going? Is it going into the books? Is it going back into these programs that y'all defunded? And where is the money going? And it's crazy because it's not like the government said, we're not doing this program anymore. It was this stupid fucking district that decided we're not going to do it anymore because families are going to get spoiled. And it's like there's still a fucking pandemic going on. Exactly. So what and, and, the hell? Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that, like, people, like, people that had good jobs that were working in offices lost, lost their, their jobs. jobs. And you know what? I hope the people that are 
of this district, the people that live there, I hope they protest and they raise hell. Yeah. Because, nah, fuck you. Yeah, they need to. It, it, this needs to be... It, okay, first of all, if they are currently... There's a program providing kids free school lunch, why couldn't they do it in the first place? Why? You ju- there, th- This pandemic has shown exactly what the government could have been doing this whole time for us and didn't, hasn't been doing. Yeah, and it showed exactly... Like, how they feel about us. Mm-hmm. Also, it showed that you're not special, and if you're not doing anything to put money in our pockets, we don't need you. Yeah. If you're not a doctor, if you're not a nurse, if you're not a truck driver, if you're not, um, basically, like I said, anyone that moves the country, stay your ass at home. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people stop going to them bummy-ass Fast food jobs because mm. they got a little hustle of their own. Mm. Okay, well, you going to pay me $9 an hour? Fuck you. I'm yep. going I'm, I'm to go make my own business selling shirts, and I'm going to get $5 a piece off this shirt or $12 yeah. a piece. And guess what? I made more in the hour that you paid me. And mm-hmm. guess what? I ain't coming back unless you pay me more. Uh-huh. And now everybody crying like, please be patient with us. Nobody wants because, to work. Yeah, nobody wants to work. Of course nobody wants to work. Not for you- no fucking nine fifteen, $9 or $15 an hour. Yeah. That's an hour, Crowder. With me, your host, Crowder. Like, share, subscribe, and comment. Um, you can reach me on all platforms at an hour, Crowder. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. You can tweet me at an hour, Crowder the Great. And we're going to see y'all next time. I'm going to try not to be so tired next time. All right, peace.